Today's audio devotional was made possible thanks to the generous efforts and support of Belfield Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You can find this podcast and many others like it at devocast.com. Thanks for listening. Heidelberg Catechism. Question 75. How does the Holy Supper remind and assure you that you share in Christ's one sacrifice on the cross and in all his benefits? In this way. Christ has commanded me and all believers to eat this broken bread and to drink this cup in remembrance of him. With this command comes these promises. First, as surely as I see with my eyes the bread of the Lord broken for me and the cup shared with me, so surely his body was offered and broken for me and his blood poured out for me on the cross. Second, as surely as I receive from the hand of the one who serves and taste with my mouth the bread and cup of the Lord, given me as sure signs of Christ's body and blood, so surely he nourishes and refreshes my soul for eternal life with his crucified body and poured out blood. Question 76. What does it mean to eat the crucified body of Christ and to drink his poured out blood? It means to accept with a believing heart the entire suffering and death of Christ and thereby to receive forgiveness of sins and eternal life. But it means more. Through the Holy Spirit who lives both in Christ and in us, we are united more and more to Christ's blessed body. And so, although he is in heaven and we are on earth, we are flesh of his flesh and bone of his bone, and we forever live on and are governed by one spirit, as the members of our body are by one soul. Question 77. Where does Christ promise to nourish and refresh believers with his body and blood as surely as they eat this broken bread and drink this cup? In the institution of the Lord's Supper, The Lord Jesus, on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. This promise is repeated by Paul in these words, The cup of blessing that we bless, is it not a sharing in the blood of Christ? The bread that we break, is it not a sharing in the body of Christ? Because there is one bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one bread. The lesson is from the book of Ezra. Chapter 1. In the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, so that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and also put it in writing. Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever is among you of all his people, may his God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and rebuild the house of the Lord, the God of Israel. He is the God who is in Jerusalem. And let each survivor, in whatever place he sojourns, be assisted by the men of his place with silver and gold, with goods and with beasts, besides free will offerings for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Then rose up the heads of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin, and the priests and the Levites, everyone whose spirit God had stirred to go up to rebuild the house of the Lord that is in Jerusalem. And all who were about them aided them with vessels of silver, with gold, with goods, with beasts, 
and with costly wares besides all that was freely offered. Cyrus the king also brought out the vessels of the house of the Lord that Nebuchadnezzar had carried away from Jerusalem and placed in the house of his gods. Cyrus king of Persia brought out these in the charge of Mithridath the treasurer who counted them out to Sheshabazar the prince of Judah and this was the number of them thirty basins of gold one thousand basins of silver twenty-nine censers thirty bowls of gold four hundred ten bowls of silver and one thousand other vessels all the vessels of gold and silver were five thousand four hundred all these things Sheshbazar brought bring up when the exiles were brought up from Babylonia to Jerusalem. Chapter 2 Now these were the people of the province who came up out of the captivity of those exiles who Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, had carried captive to Babylonia. They returned to Jerusalem and Judah, each to his own town. They came with Zerubbabel and Jeshua, Nehemiah, Sariahah, Reliahah, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mespar, Bigvi, Rehum, and Bahana, the number of the men of the people of Israel, the sons of Parash, 2,172, the sons of Shephatiah, 372, the sons of Arah, 775, the sons of Pahath Moab, namely the sons of Jeshua and Joab, 2,812. The sons of Elam, 1,254. The sons of Zatu, 945. The sons of Zechiah, 760. The sons of Benaiah, 642. The sons of Bibai, 623. The sons of Asgad, 1,222, the sons of Adonikam, 666, the sons of Bigvi, 2,056, the sons of Aden, 454, the sons of Atar, namely of Hezekiah, 98, the sons of Peshiah, 323, the sons of Jorah, 112, the sons of Hashem, 223. The sons of Gibbar, 95. The sons of Bethlehem, 123. The men of Netopha, 56. The men of Anahoth, 128. The sons of Asmaveth, 42. The sons of Kirahath Arim, Sephira, and Beiroth. 743. The sons of Rama and Geba, 621. The men of Mikamas, 122. The men of Bethel and Ai, 223. The sons of Nebu, 52. The sons of Magbish, 156. The sons of the other Elam, 1254. The sons of Haram, 320. The sons of Lod, Hadid, and Ono, 725, the sons of Jericho, 345, the sons of Saniah, 3,630, the priests, the sons of Jediah, 
of the house of Jeshua, 973. The sons of Emir, 1052. The sons of Pashur, 1247. The sons of Harem, 1017. The Levites, the sons of Jeshua and Kadamiel, the sons of Hodavah, 74. The singers, the sons of Asaph, 128. The sons of the gatekeepers, the sons of Shalom, the sons of Atar, the sons of Talmon, the sons of Akub, the sons of Hatia, the sons of Shaboai, in all 139. The temple servants, the sons of Ziha, the sons of Hashufa, the sons of Taboah, the sons of Karos, the sons of Shiha, the sons of Padan, the sons of Labana, the sons of Hagaba, the sons of Akub, the sons of Hagbar, the sons of Shamalai, the sons of Hanan, the sons of Gildel, the sons of Gahar, the sons of Rahia, the sons of Rasin, the sons of Nakoda, the sons of Gazam, the sons of Uza, the sons of Pashea, the sons of Beziah, the sons of Anash, the sons of Menuam, the sons of Nephishim, the sons of Babakuk, the sons of Hapkuna, the sons of Harhur, the sons of Baluth, the sons of Mehida, the sons of Harsha, the sons of Barkos, the sons of Sisera, the sons of Tema, the sons of Neziah, the sons of Hatifa, the sons of Solomon's servants, the sons of Satiah, the sons of Hashobareth, the sons of Peruda, the sons of Jalala, the sons of Darkon, the sons of Gedel, the sons of Sheptaniah, the sons of Hatel, the sons of Pokereth Hazabim, the sons of Ami, all the temple servants and the sons of Solomon's servants were 392. The following were those who came up from Telmela, Telharshish, Cherub, Adan, and Imer, though they could not prove their father's house or their descent, whether they belonged to Israel, the sons of Deliah, the sons of Tobiah, the sons of Nakoda, 652, and also of the sons of the priests, the sons of Habiaha, the sons of Hakaz, the sons of Barzillia, who had taken a wife from the daughters of Barzillia, the Gileite, and was called by their name. These sought their registration among those enrolled in the genealogies, but they were not found there, and so they were excluded from the priesthood as unclean. The governor told them that they were not to partake of the most holy food until there should be a priest to consult Uriam and Thumanin. The whole assembly together was 42,360, besides their male and female servants, of whom there was 7,337, and they had 200 male and female singers. Their horses were 736, their mules were 245, and their camels were 435, and their donkeys were 6,720. Some of the heads of the families, when they came to the house of the Lord, 
that is in Jerusalem, made freewill offerings for the house of God to erect it on its site. According to their ability, they gave to the treasury of the work 61,000 derricks of gold, 5,000 minas of silver, and 1,000 priest garments. Now the priests, the Levites, and some of the people, the singers, the gatekeepers, and the temple servants lived in their towns, and all the rest of Israel in their towns. Chapter 3 When the seventh month came, and the children of Israel were in the towns, the people gathered as one man to Jerusalem. Then arose Jeshua, the son of Josadak, with his fellow priests, and Zerubbabel, the son of Shatiel, with his kinsmen, and they built the altar of the God of Israel to offer burnt offerings on it, as it was written in the law of Moses, the man of God. They set the altar in its place, for fear was on them because of the people of the land, and they offered burnt offerings on it to the Lord, burnt offerings morning and evening. And they kept the feast of booze, as it was written, and offered the daily burnt offerings by the number according to the rule, as each day required, and after that the regular burnt offerings, and the offerings at the new moon, and at all the appointed feasts of the Lord, and the offerings of every one who made a freewill offering to the Lord. From the first day of the seventh month they began to offer burnt offerings to the Lord, but the foundation of the temple of the Lord was not yet laid, so they gave money to the masons and the carpenters, and food and oil to the Sidonians and to the Tyrians, to bring cedar trees from Lebanon to the sea, to Joppa, according to the grant that they had from Cyrus king of Persia. Now in the second year, after their coming to the house of God at Jerusalem, in the second month, Zerubbabel, the son of Shetiel, and Jeshua, the son of Josadak, made a beginning together with the rest of their kinsmen, the priests and the Levites, and all who had come to Jerusalem from the captivity. They appointed the Levites from twenty years old and upward to supervise the work of the house of the Lord. And Jeshua with his sons and his brothers, and Cadmiel and his sons and the sons of Judah together supervised the workmen in the house of God, along with the sons of Henadad and the Levites and their sons and brothers. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, the priests in their vestments came forward with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asva, with symbols to praise the Lord according to the directions of David, king of Israel. And they sang responsively, praising and giving thanks to the Lord, for he is good and for his steadfast love endures forever towards Israel. And all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord, because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid. But many of the priests and the Levites and the heads of fathers' houses, old men who had seen the first house, wept with a loud voice when they saw the foundation of this house being laid, though many shouted aloud for joy, so that the people could not distinguish the sound of the joyful shout from the sound of the people's weeping. For the people shouted with a great shout, and the sound was heard far away. Meditate and dwell on what you're paying attention to in God's Word. How has it connected with your heart or mind?
pray to God freely about what has moved you today. Turn your thoughts to Him and enjoy His presence. We offer the following as prayer topic suggestions. For Christian schools and Christian educators. For courage to share the good news of the kingdom of God. Thank you for listening to DevoCast.